Alright, welcome back guys. This is K-pop Fighting. I'm the co-host TYB. And this is the co-host Goon. I know like this winter was crazy, especially in America, you know, like it's like yeah. I don't even, you know, I can't even like realize how low the temperature is right now, especially like my neighborhood, like the Wisconsin, Minnesota, they're just like, oh my gosh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just like unreachable degree. <laughs> but actually, it's pretty yeah. cold in Korea, too. Actually, uh, my, there's a friend of mine who lives in Michigan right now. Oh, man. Uh, who, who who goes to University of Michigan. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Arbor, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he he just sent me like a screenshot of the temperature like <laughs> right now. Uh, it was like in Celsius, it's like minus 34. It's like... So it's like on a Russia level of cold. Yeah, it feels like negative 40 degrees almost, I heard. Yeah. It's like when Napoleon almost got killed <laughs> going to inv- yeah. invading of like the Russia, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that level of cold. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I saw like the rivers all frozen, you know. <laughs> yeah. And the pond is frozen and everything is frozen. And like I heard like in Chicago that you can't drive a car because the gas is frozen. <laughs> Oh wow! Not just Tesla, man. Like not just electronic car. <laughs> How does the gas freeze? I, like... I have no clue, man. <laughs> but like, but like, I, I hope everyone is safe in Korea. It's not you know Chicago or Michigan level, but it's still freaking cold here too. Actually, yeah, uh, it has been really cold for the past three days. Like negative fourteen Celsius. Yeah, which is like degree. That's pretty cold for Korea. Yeah. I don't think the temperature is the worst part. I think the wind is. It is, it is. Oh, the wind is pretty, 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 pretty bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, like, everyone, stay it, warm, man. Yeah, it makes it worse, so. Yeah, so everyone from Korea or, you know, other places. I mean, it's even the same in Northern Europe, I heard, like, just For crazy. Sure. So, like. I bet. So, everyone, pr- please stay warm and safe. Because and, I lost a couple of my friends freeze to death in Wisconsin, I think, literally. Yeah, like, oh like, my god it's not just like they're walking or anything but when you fall or like slip into something or anything it's just crazy yeah, that, I mean, that sounds terrible but this is what that you know that level of coldness you know? oh wow so everyone please stay stay safe yeah stay safe and everything so because of coldness we don't go outside that much so what was yeah. you, what were you doing for the past couple of days oh uh, it was actually my birthday oh last Saturday birthday. so thank you uh, so uh you know, I had a dinner uh, with my friends. Yep, yep. And I got wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Yeah. So you're, now you're 20, right? Yeah, I just turned 20. Uh, Pretty special. So it's my first year as a as a guy in 20s. So <laughs> Not teenager anymore. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yes, I just can't wait to turn 21 uh, because I'm going to be famous until oh. t- then. I'm just kidding. Uh it might be it. Yeah. I wish. You can uh, go to, I mean, you will have like a USA tour and in tour, you have to be 21 to drink. Oh, yeah, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah. Uh, actually, when I w- was turning into 21, I was, you know, studying in the USA. Uh huh. And that's like the first time, you know, you legally can drink in the oh, USA. Wow. So I went to the bar with my friends. But as a joke, my friend put like a lot of vodka in in my <laughs> beer and pretend it was beer and they, they say just you know drink it so oh i my drank God. one cup of beer but it was not a beer it was like a pretty much a vodka and like this 
black beer tastes so strong, you know. And then after I drank one cup of beer, I had lost oh my conscious. God. It got faded. Yeah, I got faded. I woke up. It was morning. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they, they said it was a joke for a jokey. They put a lot of vodka in it, but like I never had a vodka, so I didn't know. Yeah, vodka is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It yeah. Is. So I don't drink that much anymore. But like so, but that's sounds like a fun day. Like being a twenty. Yeah, but yeah, but like you're gonna grow as an artist for sure because. Your album is coming soon. Oh, that's right. Uh, so sometime, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna come out sometime on February or March. Like uh, in in a couple months for sure. Yeah, like in the say. next two months probably Sounds for sure. Good. Actually, what happened to one one of the things that happened to me was actually, I finally, uh, published the first English version of my novel mm-hmm. on the app called Yonder. Yonder. Uh, yeah, it's a mobile like what should I say the web novel app it's like a novel app uh huh and it's called Mozart Goes to K-pop Academy uh huh <laughs> so yeah so if you guys are like interested in it please like check it I'll send in like a link on my podcast yeah it's about like a Mozart resurrected sort of <laughs> yeah as a Korean guy and he's he's like G-Dragon of K-pop basically yeah that, I mean it's Mozart <laughs> that explains a lot <laughs> yeah so he goes and then he goes to this uh, university but the it's not your major is being a K-pop idol basically and obviously his major is a producer mm-hmm. which makes sense I mean he's a Mozart yeah he's a composer yeah so. he's a composer and then just like GD he just goes there and just crushes uh-huh. everyone and then you know get an A and everything and there's it's just like Harry Potter there's like a crime beneath the school and everything oh. and stuff like that so it's that kind of you know sounds interesting K-pop <laughs> novel so like yeah so yeah, if I'll, you guys are interested in it yeah I'm gonna definitely go check it out oh thank for you for sure that sounds yeah. interesting it's Right, written by me, but translated by myself, which was like a bit awkward, but but it's fun uh-huh. to re- rewrite it. And I'm gonna try to translate every single my work from now on, and this novels, mm-hmm. maybe even books, but like yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to write it. So like, if you guys like are interested in it, please check it out. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's what I was doing for the couple of days. Yeah, yeah it's. And right now, I just finished the uh, another like a uh, seasons for that K- the Mozart goes to K-pop Academy mm-hmm. like, a couple days ago. So I'm like having a little vacation for like two days. Oh yeah. <laughs> but na- but then I'm thinking of new book right now. So, and I kind of am interested in like writing a. I always wrote only like a K-pop novel where like you become. Yeah. A, successful person as you go you know it's like a begin again type of yeah, novel. yeah yeah but like right now i kind of want to write more like a romance novel oh romance. like but like it's yeah. about k-pop but like k-pop idols shouldn't date you know supposedly yeah it is like a, a it's like a forbidden rule yeah yeah uh, i mean like i mean many of them dates but like you know they don't show it off you know yeah and like once you're a rookie, like a couple of years, like you really shouldn't do it almost even, you know, that's, yeah. there's like a hidden rule and everything. So it's very awkward, but like, I kind of, but I kind of wanted to try the romance right mm-hmm. now. So that is my interest right now. Wow. 
I don't know, like how long. Sounds interesting, <laughs> like a K-pop romance uh, fiction. Right now, like it's if if I do it, it'll be like this. It'll be like uh, I would write uh, stuff like this. Uh, you go to like it's like you know. Let's say Avery Levine is like not successful anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's successful right now. Obviously, she still I know. is. She's still, she still very, is. Very like. Say pop star, I really like her recent novel Love Sucks. Yeah, she's so successful, so I can just give her as a try. But like, if she starts dating like a day six young K, that kind of novel. Oh wow, <laughs> that kind of novel. Okay, I, I'm not gonna write about it. That's why I just okay just saying it. But just like that kind of novel, just yeah, sounds funny. Which is very random. Yeah, uh, yeah, but and like very unexpected. Maybe they just. You know, start your jam together, whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> whatever, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's very random, you know, very random. But like, yeah. But I don't know. It's just those random thoughts sometimes become a novel right now. For sure. So, so I'm not, right now I'm thinking, but maybe. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Yep. Today is like, we're going to do the Bangshiyeok, actually. Mm-hmm. We, actually, the Bangshiyeok episode was our act, the first episode. Wow. That we did. It's already like, Four months almost. Yeah, like time flies. Yeah, very fast. So like, and now we're but like after that, Bangshi uh, went to the TV show with Jin Young Park mm-hmm. and revealed a lot of like episode. And before it was more like our like, what should I say? We went through his work. Yeah. And like talks about his producers' work yeah. and like how his music changed and how it influenced BTS or other producers and other yeah. projects. But right now, it'll be more like a fun, fun story and like personal story about him. Yeah. So that might be... Yeah. I'm I don't ex- I'm excited to do it because uh, the last time we talked about him, we could only see a peek of yep. his uh, side of story yep, through yep, the yep. work uh, yep, yep, yep. and interviews and stuff. But yeah, here we are with a whole news like pack of stories. Yeah. So yeah. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. So let's... Restart <laughs> Bang Jiok's story. Actually, yeah, we we knew he was really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Very very like smart guy. He probably was always at the top of the class, but he always read. That was his like only stuff. And then I knew he was like a very uh, fan of like the shonen manga which is like girls manga mm-hmm. she likes like the romance manga oh, actually, the romance is coming actually coming back uh-huh. <laughs> she liked the romance uh-huh. manga actually yeah from the J- Japanese you know manga stuff and then that's why uh, their his parents actually gave him like a guitar and stuff and try so he started doing jams and like you know being a band have you ever been been a band you know uh, you're more of a hip hop guy, I guess. Yeah, I think. Uh, I I I start. I, I try to do a more different type of band. Okay. Like kind of like how Brockhampton yeah, 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 type yeah. of band. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. each like, member has like a different part of the song, but yeah, yeah, yeah. not not a rock or like a classical band. Uh, so it's more like a Brockhampton or uh, like Brockhampton Odd Future. Odd Future. <laughs> Or, or stereotypes <laughs> yeah type like type of stuff yeah yeah or yeah. like good music type of band oh, <laughs> so it's like yeah a crew, more like a music yeah it was crew. more of a crew yeah, uh yeah. rather than a band so yeah but like in his time it was still 
the band era, you know, it's like eighties, yeah, know, early nineties, the golden era, yeah, of the band rock and band, and so he was doing that and for sure. His hero was mostly rock musicians, and then he went to Seoul National University, of course, and then he uh, got like third place in Yuzha music competition, and mm-hmm. Yuzha is like the king of. We will go through him at certain certain point. He's like a king of Korean ballad. Yeah, gone too soon. Yeah, very very classical and very you know, very unique blend of music. But Bang Shiok and then become this is the time where he kind of started to reveal himself more. And mm-hmm. Then he went, Jin uh, Young Park kind of you know, got him. His like mixtape was like was given to manager and Jin Young Park listened to it and he's like, this guy might have something. Yeah. So, he gave a call to Bang Shihak. He's like a rookie of the rookies. Yeah. And then like, he's like, what can you do for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he said and which was kind of ridiculous back then because like, Jin Young Park is already like a pop pop star. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Bang Shihak, that's how, you know, Yeah, that's how he s- stepped in the game. Uh, was through JYP. Yeah, he was very yeah. confident about him, about mm-hmm. himself, and I mean, he didn't know much about the pop, the Korean uh, pop music scene. That's what he said, because he's more like a rock guy and probably more like an artful music, yeah, indie music. But then he went to uh, JYP. Like he's like the, one of the first employer of JYP yeah. Entertainment, and then their first collaboration work is. Oh, she was pretty. She was pretty. Yeah. Like, it's like that. Like, before that, it was Kim Young-suk, like, Bang Shi, uh, Park Jin Young's... Mentor? Yeah, mentor or teacher who yeah. gave, produced for him, actually. But then now it's Bang Shi Hyuk. So, uh, Jin Young Park m- said he made a sound mm-hmm. by his mouth. Like, poof. Or, yeah. Tick, or, you know, that kind of sound. And then... By listening to it, Bang Shiok checks the module and then like the MIDI player. I mean, it's like 90s, man. It's not like right now. It's mm-hmm. Right now, it's really easy to... S- yeah, it's all on computers. Yeah, make a sound. But back then, you have to actually check all the MIDI stuff and actual machines and synthesizer and everything. Yeah. But with some sense, he made it. And then when all the instruments are covered and then Jin Young Park plays yeah. and produce the stuff. And then yeah. Bang Shiok you know, co-creator. It's sort of like right now how you write a music, right? Yeah. Producer. Yeah. Like, like you're gonna work with your producer, and then, and then you gave him like a direction and your, like, mm-hmm. say, your visions, and then he co-create or build the music almost. Yeah. So I, uh, executive produce the song, yeah. and he like executes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like how most music are made but you know in the uh, m- most earlier form earliest forms of yeah, production yeah. is kind of like that yeah, yeah so like you'd say that Bang Shia was more like a executioner yeah producer like beat producer yeah. almost and then Park Jin Young was more like an executed producer and top line definitely yeah and lyricist and like they're working together and she was pretty was a very uh, special track for both Bang Shiok and Park Jin Young because yeah. it was like the like a best uh, pr- best production award it, it won that kind of thing like best mm-hmm. accompanied 
award and everything. So it was very, very, you know, real. It sounded like a real band music, yeah. which is probably what Bang Xiang was like influence in it because he was more like a rock guy and more like a band guy and yeah that created because Park Jin Young's first couple music like Elevator or like P- Proposal Song or Don't Leave Me those were all like very New Jack Swing or hip hop sound yeah very hip hop very New Jack Swing yeah and very computer music almost you know but like the She Was Pretty and Honey the album after that those tracks were definitely funk mm-hmm. band music more like authentic Michael Jackson type funk yeah. band music you know and, and it's like very authentic I would say and very band music and that's how like they become like a team and then after that they're just you know made a history together literally I heard yeah. one time they say they made like an album like one G.O.D. album the Idol album you know within uh, like a 20 days Yeah. Ridiculous, man. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Because that means uh, they not only produced the beat, but also the they wrote the whole song. Yeah. In the whole album in 20 days. Yeah, like the lyrics. But like, when you see the G.O.D., like their first like four or five albums, yeah. it's all like produced, like it, it's released every six months. And mm-hmm. all the music is written by Jin Young Park and Bang Ji Young. That's like <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, right now, sure, many K-pop artists drops album like every six months or nine months. But mm-hmm. all the song is like created by different producers, you know? Yeah, and they basically, like, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to like throw shades at K-pop, but you know, they basically like. gather ingredients yeah, and yeah, like yeah. create a sandwich yeah 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 it's like uh, type production uh, it's sort of like A&R as a movie director yeah you know and then those were all like the actors yeah and gather the uh, right ingredients yep, to yep, yep, create yep. the best product but they actually did it by themselves yeah. in in a very short time oh my god <laughs> you can't I can't well, even imagine how he did it yeah like probably He, he like sold his soul to the devil or something like. probably I mean probably he sold sleep to the devil for sure yeah for sure <laughs> so but one thing that's shocking is that Jin Young Park it took him like six seven years to graduate because you know he worked that hard yeah but then one day he in, you know he kind of like asked Park Jin Young to come to his graduation because he just you know got graduated from Seoul National University yeah. to like the Harvard, MIT, and Stanford all like <laughs> merged together basically. Yeah, and then he was like the second best student in the whole class. Wow! And actually, I checked, and they say first and second best, they are pretty much the same score. It's just mm-hmm. they just you know, if they're the best student, they just. Uh, give it to them by major I heard so basically he's like the yeah. best student in the whole class yeah so it's like Jin Young Park was like oh, that guy pisses me off you know <laughs> yeah I hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> that guy pisses me off because like he goes there for like six seven years <laughs> but, oh my god like... but Bang Xiao who's like almost as busy as Jin Young Park is like you know he was like smart guy for sure he's like, he was born for this <laughs> oh yeah he's born for studying actually and then Then he and Jin Young Park they build a team and crushes the crushes the like uh, the the Korean pop scene for like almost ten almost like a decade. 
Mm-hmm. And then they went to the America, and then we talked about the socks incident, you know, like oh, how yeah. they had a fight against like how to unfold the socks or fold the sock together. Yeah, I mean it made more sense because they talked about it more realistic, like more so <laughs> that detailed, like that they lived in one room and they like could almost see themselves like they l- almost slipped at the opposite, you know, side of the. Bed or something in a double bed, almost that yeah. kind of fuck. And they're like two heterosexual males who are pop star and like a top producer living in one small room. I mean, obviously there's gonna be a fight, you know. It's yeah, just, it's not a good. T- <laughs> uh, the the way they described it was so realistic. Yeah, it's kind of like how if I shared a room with my brother, <laughs> w- the same thing might have happened. Uh, Probably. And, yeah, which was pretty funny because. Now, like in twenty twenty four, they're the top dogs. Yeah, like I, I, in K-pop, and in the worldwide point, like yeah, yeah. JYP the... and Pangshiok, they're both like big, big moguls. Yeah, biggest music mogul. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's like, crazy. And they lived in this one small bedroom, yeah. like the, the garage together. And even back then, JYP was like one of the biggest pop stars. Yeah. In Korea. In Korea, yeah, and then they had like a. They said they had like a ten-hour discussion about what is love or yeah. what is death. That kind of like deep, very philosophical, yeah, philosophical debate with each other. And then they had a huge fight about the socks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Bangjuk just left the country. And then after that, like with you know, I mean, one thing led to another. Bangjuk asked to leave the JYP and then like make his own company. But then Jin Young Park was like was a very Bang Jiu was very thankful for Jin Young Park for this moment because yeah. he was he was like if you want to leave you have to leave and make a, your own world but we can't uh, talk like this if we don't work together that's just the real reality you know like you're too busy you know and then so I let me invest in you at oh, first you yeah, know? that's yeah. like very big brother moment you know and Bang is so thankful for Jin Young Park because, you know, it's like, it's not even, their content is not even over yet. And like, he was basically asking a favor, but then Jin Young Park was nev- never got mad and he just, you know, became like a big brother. But then he said, after all, like, Bang Xiaok did for me, I mean, this, of course I should have do this, you know, that's what he said. And then like, they, he sort of helped him making like a big hit to entertainment. Yeah. So that was the start of the legend. Yeah, and then the it's big hit. I didn't know that because it's Hitman Bang's label. That's why uh-huh. it's big hit. I didn't know that actually. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. But like, it's obvious after you hearing it. Oh, of course, it's yeah. Of course, it's big hit. <laughs> yeah, because it's Hitman Bang's label, and yeah. Hitman Bang is Hitman Bang because Jin Young Park was like making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, like. Jin Young Park is like, oh, I mean, because Bang Xiu is not as good at English as, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Jin Young JRP. Park. I mean, JYP went to, lived in America for like, yeah, like when he was in elementary school, I mean. Yeah, and, and, and I actually saw his uh, English interview. Oh. And the reporter asked him, like, did you expect uh, JYP to be this big in America? And JYP was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he knows hell no. So... That's so Afro-American moment, you know. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, and that 
basically explains a lot yep. about <laughs> Jin Young Park yes. and his personality. Yes, that's yeah. so Jin Young Park moment. He's like yeah. basically very talented, feral combination of feral and like a Marlon Wayans. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, so let's go go to like the his moment and everything, and then. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, he went to, like, a hard, having a hard time because of his investment. I mean, honestly, he was never, like, a bad composer-producer. His music was always getting a hit. Yeah, he was never that bad. But the business-wise, he sometimes had a hard time. Like, he invests too much on something that's beyond his, like, what should I say? Like, way too far ahead of the future. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, gets dead whilst waiting for it sort of guy so actually Jin Young Park gave him like a almost like a lecture you should concentrate more on music man you know mm-hmm. and then let him rent his ballad through 2am because Bang Xie was more consistent on his ballad music yeah so and then they made like a music together and 2am's last couple albums were a huge hit because of that yeah. because of Big Hit Entertainment you know that was actually a big, big brother moment too. Yeah, very. That's that's actually really, really uh, amazing. Like, yeah, it's hard to do that. Yeah. So the management also was done by Big Hit, right? At that point, yeah. Oh but it's kind God. of rented. Yeah, he yeah. rented him. But but I mean, two p.m. was more Jin Young Park's project. It's very danceable and very the music, especially the earlier one, are totally, yeah. totally. Park Jin Young's music you and know? very sexy, very <laughs> sexy, very funky, and yeah. very Jin Young Park at first. Especially. Yeah, and and after that, 2 a.m. became a huge success. But then, Bang Xie was having a problem again. <laughs> so he was in like a almost like a 10 million dollar debt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, he is so talented and so successful. Oh That's why you can have that kind of debt. Just like many guys, like Lee Sang, you know, he was almost. At the verge of becoming like a, being a debtor like Lee Sang Min, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, almost like in a danger of that. But then, there was a, he had like this secret weapon, BTS. Yeah. And. That and, and uh, uh, in the show you quiz, uh, that part, uh, that part was shown and it was very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bang explained, uh, that. He had like a ten million dollar debt, and uh, was it his like uh, his coworker? Coworker, yeah, basically. His executive. Yeah. yeah, his executive worker. Uh, so so Pang Xiaok was actually like very reluctant on uh, going on with the project, yeah. uh, like BTS, and it was cost a lot. Yeah. yeah, and some of the other projects. Uh, but the coworker said, uh, "Opa or something." Yeah, Opa. Yeah, Opa. Uh, if you if you uh keep going on with the project, it will be like uh eleven or twelve million dollar <laughs> debt. But you don't. But if you don't, it will be a ten million dollar debt. So, what the, what makes difference? a difference? <laughs> like there's no difference. Uh, so like why don't we just keep doing it? And like even even if it makes uh even if it adds like a one or two million dollar into the debt. Like doesn't make it doesn't make any difference. So yeah, and Bang Jia was thinking, am I like not sure of them? 
but I mean, it's BTS. He was like yeah. so freaking sure of them. Like he's like, this guys can do it, and yeah, they did it dang well. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so he was like, screw it, let's do it. Yeah, and then even it, from the start, BTS was a <sighs> yeah. Many people uh, think of them as underdogs. Uh, I mean, they pro- pro- like they practically were. But they were not as big as Icon or like yeah, or some Block of the B, other, other like other guys in the game or EXO probably. EXO, yeah, EXO was e- the biggest in the EXO game. EXO was the biggest at that time. Yeah. Yeah, but they were big. Yeah. Yeah, but like people really think of them like at, like they weren't really popping since the start, but they actually were. Uh, and their their music was very what should I say fresh and like very like the first couple albums were very hip-hop, right? Very hip-hop. And then after that, their album became more like a pop mm-hmm. with more melancholy in it. But yeah. then I still remember, like, after I Need You, I think, at that point, yeah. or like even Sangnamja Boy In Love, uh-huh. like, they were one of the top boy band, for sure, yeah. at that point. Like, for sure. In Korea. But then after the Blood, Sweat, and Tears, they became, like, the global number one yeah. K-pop band, basically, after that, yeah. They, they and DNA. Oh, and, uh, DNA, man. All yeah. That. yeah, and actually, Bang Shiok talks about it that moment. Like, he went to, and, and BTS, of course, went to KCON. And Bang Shiok kind of like sensed that, like, there's something, the reactions were different. But all the business executives are, oh, you're doing it again. You're going far ahead. Yeah. And every K pop boy band has the kind of hype and vibe, man. But then Bang Shiok was like, no, this is different. This uh-huh. is so different. So, he was almost like because of his mistakes obviously he kind of stay away from the business even right now he said he's staying away from the business you can kind of see it actually yeah like Jin Young Park is the king of business even he's in a grasp of everything yeah but Bang Shiok is more musician more producer like, yeah you can see that yeah he kind of tries to distance himself with the business but this is like he's like this is the exception please believe me and I'll just do it and then just did it and that's the fire yeah. oh my god and that became like a smash hit like oh my gosh that was like a big big hit yeah it is really good uh, it's even still good like it never gets old and yeah. the music video is like very trendy like, mm-hmm. like even now it is really good yeah, it's uh, really that's really great but also very raw <laughs> very raw that's very raw and like real yeah it's it's not faking at all yeah yeah it's crazy so, so, and then and of course, it, he admits that it's not his side. Bangtan, I mean, BTS. It's like it's almost like a God's level of you know, almost like successfulness. <laughs> you can't man yeah. can design it. You know, can't nope. design it. So that's how big. They, but like that's very very big big. Uh, what should I say? Era that he was making, and that I think he was. Of course, clearly part of the reason that of his success, and he's mm-hmm. the guy who picked them at least. Yeah, so like, I'm really impressed by the vision. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what he saw. Uh, I mean, I, I I can definitely see like uh, at this this point of view in 2024, but like back in 2012, 2013, uh, like I won't have that vision also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I mean, you are not a producer, so yeah. a, you're more like a. Yeah, but still, like I, I, I'm still impressed by like how he is so smart at, uh, being a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
as a producer, as a as a plan maker also. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Like so like yeah. he was behind all the music. I mean he's not the guy who what should I say made all the like music like he pr- pr- it's more pita yeah but like but there's always his credit in it you know yeah because especially the earlier works all the music has like his music in it which means i think that definitely he was uh part of the the music and like and like yeah. how the musical vision was made and everything so i i, so I think that's that's one of the reasons why he was so successful in it. Like yeah. he was always with the control of everything so yeah last episode we said he's more like a brian epstein who like the producer the oh, manager yeah, yeah. behind beatles and when epstein brian epstein died beatles kind of fell apart like true quickly yeah but he you can also add to him and he and p doc are like the george martin of uh-huh bts too because like george martin is like one of the best producer ever for like, sure because he made the music with beatles but just like that, like him and Pita, of course, it's clear that the artistic vision of BTS mm-hmm. was like all like done by BTS members. But it was the P Dog and Bang Xiaoyang and who like supported them and mm-hmm. like make an environment for them to like, yeah. show their talents and their yeah. creativity. So and. What I like about him is that he still participates in the music production. Yeah, like wow, uh, clearly. Yeah, for example, like and hyphen songs. Oh. Uh, and the seraphim songs. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. What was the song? Polaroid Love oh, by and hyphen. Yeah. And uh, Eve. Fushike. Fushike and like and the Blue Bluebeard's Beer's wife. wife. Uh, those those are like my favorite songs. Yeah. Right now. And. And again, I'm very impressed by the vision, like like what he sees in the songs, and he he indeed is the hitman. <laughs> he is actually, yeah. and in all the music, like I always, just for fun, checked all the you know the credits of the songs. Yeah. Still, the songs that, uh, that like he participates are, the freshest song from his label High, actually. Yeah. Which is crazy, actually. Yeah, it's like he is in his fifties, right? Yeah, he's like. He's like fifty, man. Yeah. He's at the same. He's like the same age as Sateji. That's how old he is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Which is crazy, yeah. And the Lucerfim song and the Enhyphen song is probably like the. Uh, I mean, the songs are pretty. Uh, uh, it came out like an year or two ago, but still, still, it is like one of the trendiest songs right now. Yeah. In it's, K-pop, it's like at the verge of trend right now, even still. For sure. So that's great work. Yeah, and I. Can't wait to see actually the more work of him, like and his even his music too. Yeah, so, which is crazy. How many of like producers of fifties do you still listen to? <laughs> Not much. Like besides, uh, besides Pharrell, like no. Pharrell's still a little fifty. He was born in seventy three. That's he's yeah, actually 50. he's like a one year younger than Bang Xiaoyang. Then that's yeah. crazy, man. <laughs> he's like fifty one or something. That's crazy. Pharrell. That's crazy. Like. <laughs> Kanye is still 40s. Like 46 or something. Yeah, yeah. still pretty old, that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, Bang Jiuk is like on another level of trend, still leading yeah. the trend. That's crazy. Bang Jiuk like older than Kanye, even older than Kanye. One year older than Pharrell, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was surprised by the age of Pharrell. I said, wow, that guy looks like 20 something. That guy <laughs> never ages. Like, <laughs> no, crazy. like, ever since like 2003, like, 
he never aged a bit. Actually, come to think of it, Bang Xiaok doesn't get old that much. Actually, he looks pretty much the same as his thirties. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's kind uh, of funny. I mean, no offense, but yeah. Yeah, that's kind of. Uh, I never thought about it, but like they look both very like young. Yeah. Yeah, and we kind of like talks about it and like kind of lost track of how to end. But like, but like, oh, yeah, here's the story. Still. We kind of like prepared, and like mm-hmm. after that, like in the TV show, he prepared like awesome piano. Oh yeah, and I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, but like we can't do it, obviously. So, but yeah, it's great to see like Bang Jiak and his work, and I can't wait to just see his work more. Actually, which will come soon because like yeah, there will be an hyphen TXT and this everything just coming on and on. Can't wait. Yeah, so can't wait to see it. So it's. In the beginning of 2024, so we'll wait to see not just Hype's work, but more of Bang Xiaok's work as a producer as well. Yeah, yeah. So next week we prepared Blackpink episode finally. Yeah, the one and only Blackpink. Yeah, but like it was hard for us to like. I mean, big Blackpink is so big, and there there are four of them. So I was we were wondering how we could cover them, mm-hmm. but then there's like a, we realized there's a uh, Netflix documentary. Film light up the world. Well, light which, up the world, which was released in like 2020, I think. So it's pretty yeah. old, but still, it's one of the best footies record of Blackpink. Mm-hmm. Still, so we'll review that fil- film, and by that we can, you know, sort of review Blackpink. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're gonna have next week. So until then, stay safe and stay warm. Stay warm <laughs> for sure. Yep, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.